song, we do it on the avenue. Welcome back to the podcast. We are back live. We're taking a little bit of time off. Again, I'm Tim. Cuz Mike. What's up? What's up? Big Jeffro. What's crapping in? And a metal metal himself. Big George. Orale. What's happening? Hey, we're in Arizona. It's about 120 degrees out there. You guys might hear a little background noise. That's a fan, so we don't melt this mug. But put up with it. We'll have a good show here. Hey, just start this thing off. Start it's it off. It's the weekend. Anybody do anything good this weekend? Other uh, than what? Other than, I don't know, check out a concert, go to a movie, anything. <laughs> I, I know some of us saw you in a movie this weekend and this and that, but we're not going to get into that. I, I went to a concert. Very good. Who'd you go see? Um, it was the Brent Wood concert, um, the Catch Me on the Rebound final tour. Wow. Right. Um, oh, dang. Yeah, so it was Brent Wood, Barbara Mason, Shy Lights, Bar Kays, War, uh, Sacred Souls, uh, a few other artists, Trish Toledo and them. And it was pretty cool because um, a couple of the bands, um, Joy Quinones and the Altons, they uh, backed, backed oh, up wow, a few really? of the bands. Actually, they were the band for um, Brent Wood. Really? They played his background, backed up the music. Nice. And um, yeah, man, it went off great, man. The, the music was great. I mean, even in between acts, the DJ, he, he, kept, the, he kept the crowd going. Nice. Just a great time, man. I mean, the old lady was dancing. She was having a good time. My brother went. I've seen a bunch of friends and family there. Good stuff, man. Over there at the uh, Desert Diamond Arena, Arena. in uh, at Not Westgate. Right. What, what did War sing? Out of curiosity. Um, Cisco Kid, uh, Low Rider, um, uh, Slipping into Darkness. Oh, nice, nice. Um, uh, I. Okay, and, and, uh, right now. <laughs> well, listen. Uh, how many songs did each artist sing about roughly? Um, about four or five songs. Four or five songs. Each, yeah, yeah okay. which was good. I yeah. mean, War got cut off early because uh, a couple of the acts went a little bit longer than they were supposed to. I think. Oh, got it, got it. And uh, so War got cut off right at eleven thirty. Man, they just top like that. But man, I'm gonna tell you one thing, man. That DJ man who who was pumping it, he kept the crowd moving, like uh, really. Nice. Really moving, man. Do you remember his name? Give him a plug. DJ uh, Kazell. Is that, is that, yeah, I, I think, think that's, that's his name. It, yeah. DJ Kazell. Nice, nice. Great stuff, man. I mean, playing everything from uh, funk, oldies. He played rancheras. He played cumbias. Then wow. he come back to some little bit of rock, a little bit of um, uh, this and that, hip hop and stuff. It was like off the chain, man. It was great, man. Old school R&B. Good nice. stuff, man. Good stuff. Nice, nice. nice. Yeah, and then I think, Jeff, you were at a birthday party last night, right? Yeah, yeah it was a little intimate birthday party. <laughs> Hell yeah, nice. <laughs> With yeah. everybody's favorite cousin, Louie. Nice. Luigi. Where'd you guys at? Where were you guys at? We had a, we had a dinner over at Durant's. Nice. And then, um, Damn. And then uh, from there, we I went over to the Womack. <laughs> we got your brother Squeaky to, to yeah. splurge a little. Dude, how you got to leave his neighborhood is... He don't need the Bermuda rectangle, bro. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's pretty true. impressive. That's pretty impressive. Mike, how about you? I didn't do much, man. I know what you're. I know where you're headed. I know what you want to say. Yes, uh, Friday evening, I did go see the Barbie movie. <laughs> you with did my, with my family. I did. What yeah. the? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I hope it was for Margot Robbie. Yeah, you know? that was one of the reasons. Okay. Yeah, right, easy right, on right. the eyes for sure. But uh, you know, <laughs> what's the, the classic story of uh, a male versus female? 
is it the bottom line is really what it was but and that, you lost out that's again still, that's nah, still a thing yeah. these days that's still a thing man especially <laughs> in that movie and you know the one thing about the movie though i do have to say is it did plug like some history about barbie and why it was started and even had like the it's original cool. uh, that's lady, cool. the hey. lady who created barbie that's great <laughs> so that's great if you're into barbie you may go see it i personally didn't like the movie but you know it is what it is it has a whole, uh, historical significance to you I guess. <laughs> that's what i'm hearing gi yeah. joe or barbie <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with G.I. Joe. Oh. I'm not going to go Barbie. I know, I know the I internet can't see. see this right now, but he's got Barbie shorts on. Right <laughs> I was inspired by the movie. So I, I, say, I, I thought you were going to say G.I. Jane. G.I. Yeah. <laughs> something. So G.I. Joe with the Kung Fu grip. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys are funny guys uh-huh. here, man. Well, I didn't do shit. But so. <laughs> when you watched, the, you watched the fight last night. Oh, right? I watched the fight. Cambosis. Uh, Cambosis. Yeah, George. Uh, he lost the fight. I could have been good with the draw. They gave him the decision. Bad judging. You know, one judge had a draw. One judge had it a couple of points. The other one had it 117, 111. Not even, not even close. So, I don't know. It left something to be desired from the judging standpoint. But and, and that's what happens. It happens. Dude, that's boxing, man. It's always Speaking that of fighting. Yeah. What's up? Oh, yeah. Hey, speaking of fighting, we got us a special <laughs> guest today, Mr. Frankie Sines. MMA, uh, hang on. Re- high school wrestler extraordinaire, college wrestler, collegiate wrestler, and MMA fighter. Frankie, welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome, man. Hey, it's good to be here, guys. Thanks right for on, having man. me. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. And just so you guys know, he just got off a plane from uh, Chicago. Indiana. Indiana, Indiana right? just landed and uh, came straight to the show. So thanks for coming. Right uh, to the heat. Right to the heat. Right to the heat. <laughs> and you hear the fans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, why don't you tell, us, tell everybody a little bit about yourselves and uh, walk us through your life. Oh, man. Well, you know, I'm Frankie Signs. Uh, I grew up here. Um, Maryville, you know, 59th Avenue and Camelback is kind of, you know, where my parents still have a house. Mm-hmm. Um, grew up on the south side, though, you know, so third grade, I moved over here from 35th and Southern. We moved over to 59th and Camelback. And, uh, you know, I thought I was moving on up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah. You thought you Jeffersons. <laughs> Bees yeah. don't burn on the grill, man. <laughs> Not on the west side. Not on the west side. <laughs> Um, you know, so I went to school out there, you know, elementary did all the, you know, I grew up as an athlete, you mm-hmm. know, so my mm-hmm. dad, my dad is, you know, big influence in my life, you know, Excellent. always coaching, you know, coaching my teams, little league grew up. That's how I met Jeff Pop Warner, you right know, on. 1989, Diamondbacks, we're the yeah. original Diamondbacks. Nice. Yeah. Pop Warner, you know, grew up in the neighborhood playing nice. all the neighborhood sports, Yep. you know, but, um, you know, didn't get into wrestling till I was Middle school. Wow. You know. Right on. And how'd you find your way into a wrestling room? My dad. Really? really? You know, uh, he tried to put me in it when I was younger, you know, as a kid. And he's like, yeah, we're going to go, we're going to wrestle. And I just, I wasn't into it. Right. You know, back then. But he's, you know, he always told me, he goes, hey, once you get to middle school, you're wrestling. Really? Yeah. (laughs) No choice. Was your dad in wrestling? Yeah, my dad was a wrestler. He grew up wrestling. My uncles wrestled. A family of wrestlers. Yeah, his uncles wrestled. His brothers. Frankie's Tata's brothers. Tata. Chuchi? Chuchi Signs. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll go to that later, but yeah, right on. <laughs> Chuchi was my dad's first coach. Really? You know, so he kind of grew up, you know, wrestling, wrestling for my, you know, my uncle Chuchi, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, along with all my uncles and stuff. So once oh, I hit oh. junior high, he's like, you're wrestling. Dude. What junior high did you go to? I went to uh, Desert Sands and Borman. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. You know, but, uh, but yeah, you know, he's just, he was that hard ass, you right. know, like my dad was that dude, like growing up, you know, like kind of like. Uh, the Williams sisters' dad, you know, <laughs> like that. Dude, no yeah. choice, bro. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, well, that's good. I mean, you yeah. know, yeah, took you on your path. Yeah, definitely pushed me. You know, yeah. kept me out of trouble, kept me out of the neighborhood. You know, 
you don't you don't realize where you grew up right until after you, you get a little right. bit older. Yeah. You're like, man. Start looking I, around. Yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, okay, like bunch of mom, all my friends, single moms. Mm-hmm. You know, my dad kind of kept me away from all that stuff. He's like, oh, you can't, you know, I too was busy like, to yeah, hang keep, out. He kept you occupied. Yeah, you know, I couldn't spend the night anywhere. You know, I can't. Yeah. Like, you know, I felt like when I was a kid, I couldn't do shit. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> mom, mom's like, hey, "Go ask your dad." What you do think know? happens when you get married? <laughs> <laughs> I'm there now. <laughs> so seventh and eighth grade, you wrestle. Yeah. And then after that, do you continue wrestling in the summers? Like, did you like from seventh grade to eighth grade? Did you continue wrestling, or you kind of took a break and then got back into it? Eighth grade. No break. You know, so no once I, once I started seventh grade, mm-hmm. you know, like I just started fresh, right? Like, you know, so I was getting my ass kicked. You mm-hmm. know, he would take me to tournaments I wasn't ready for. Right, right. You know, like, hey, you're going. You know, we had, there was a big Isaac tournament over at Carl Hayden. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was when I was younger, and it was a good middle school tournament, and I wasn't ready. You know, right. was, I don't even think I had wrestling shoes. <laughs> you yeah. know, he's like, he's like, hey, I know the coach. I'm gonna get you in this tournament. You know, kind of deal. Yeah, right. And you know, kind of like sink or swim. You know, mm-hmm. and threw me in the mix, right? right? Threw me in the fire pretty quick. And, uh, you know, just to kind of, I don't know, test me, see where I was level-wise. And then we just didn't stop. Right. Did you, you know? like it? I didn't. You did not? I didn't, you know. And at the beginning, it was like, you know, we had a garage. He put a wrestling mat in there. Oh, wow. You know, this old shitty wrestling mat. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I think it was outside for a couple of years before he bought it in, you know. <laughs> You mopped it up, cleaned it up, and we had a little bit of weight room. I mean, Jeff trained in there a little bit. Yeah. Um, Pull-up bar, treadmill, you know, old school stuff. He probably found yeah. it like a parking swap or something. You <laughs> yeah. Know? Just Jeff kinda... has a round table like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's in the, park, the alley. Uh, yeah. But, you know, it was like every day after practice, I practiced. Nice. Right, you yeah. know, and it was every night, you know. Wow. And, um you know, like it, it was, it was a grind. Yeah. You know, you know for, for some people who've never wrestled or never been in a, in a wrestling uh, room or mat, a wrestling workout is intense. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. And a lot I of people joke. don't know that. I mean, from, you know, running in a circle on the mat and then, you know, stopping doing up downs and that kind of stuff. I mean, it gets you gassed, man. And quick. Um, it makes you find out who you are pretty fast. Yeah, like bear crawls. I remember doing bear crawls, all that kind of stuff. Oh, my gosh. Counting the lights on the ceiling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some, some do that. <laughs> you wrestled at Turtle Bay. But, yeah, so I could imagine the, the workouts that you, you've uh, had to endure at a young, as a young age. Yeah, and he would just, you know, throw, throw stuff at us. You know what I mean? Like, hey, we're going to do this 100 times. Hey, we're going to, you know, I want you doing this, you know. For this long, you know, and I'm like, do you even know if somebody can actually do that? <laughs> is that humanly possible? Yeah. <laughs> is that humanly possible? Yeah. Check this out. <laughs> to chime in on this, okay, so me and Frankie uh, met each other again, Pop Warner. Yep, you know, right. football became really good friends. And then, you know, I was getting into trouble and stuff like that, you know, family problems, whatever. So I was invited to go live with Frankie and his family. Yeah. I did for two years, uh-huh. you know, so like freshman and sophomore year, I was over there with them and his dad, we'd be, uh, cause if we weren't practicing, we were helping his dad, you know, with, you know, jobs or whatever, we'd be driving back from somewhere. And then he'd be like, uh, you see that hill go run up and down like five <laughs> times. Yeah. And That's then, what you were saying <laughs> <laughs> that so hill right to there kinda, to kind of give you guys like, you know, I, yeah. I experienced yeah. it with Frankie. I lived with them, you know, and, wow. You know that, that yeah. family well, see, is dear to my heart. 
because of that. You know what I mean? But uh, not anyway, even, yeah, not even like walking up a hill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> <I didn't> <laughs> Take the escalator. <laughs> so your dad was always just on coach mode. Like, yep. always. That's, that's just go. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just kept me occupied. I mean, you yeah. know, I have tons of respect for him. He worked construction his whole life. Yeah. Right. Still in the construction yeah. industry. You know, just working outside all day. But he always found that time. Yeah. You know, getting home is like, all right, hey, you know, put your yeah. shit on. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. George and yeah. I share the same experience with our fathers. Worked in the construction industry as well. And we always made the joke, like, here comes the summertime blues, yeah. man. Because they would come home. <laughs> You know, angry, and angry, shit. man, because he worked outside all day, you know, come home and see us laying on the floor watching cartoons. Be like, Get up, man. Get outside. Watching Barbie. <laughs> watching Barbie. <laughs> playing, playing with the Barbie. Man. But yeah, so I, I could relate to that. Yeah, that's how my dad was, too. He's like, oh, you're not going to lay around all day and do nothing. Right. Yeah. You know, know, it's like, what, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm just chilling. <laughs> and then, you know. I was thinking about doing some push-ups. <laughs> but check this out. So. After we go to practice, because we did go to a couple practices a day, you know, right. sometimes. And um, Frankie's dad, one time he made us ride the bikes from 7th Street and Dunlap all the way to 59th Camelback. Remember? Damn. Then, like a just, BMX bike? Or what yes. Kind of, yeah, yeah. And this is after wrestling practice. What? See you guys at home. Yes. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. But anyway, wait. So, so then... Uh, <laughs> Damn it, I forgot where I was going. Well, anyways, <laughs> but, but that was in high school. So you go, you wrestle 7th and 8th grade, right? Then they... Did you join like Sunkiss Kids or anything? For anybody who doesn't know, Sunkiss Kids was a wrestling program that was here in the valley. Uh, yeah, you know, so you know, just going back to like seventh and eighth grade, like I just started fresh, right? Never wrestled before. By the time you know seventh, eighth grade hit, like you know, I started beating kids that I wasn't beating. Yeah. You know, they were kicking my ass. You know, seventh grade by eighth grade, you know, I was kind of, I, you know, I I took third at state, middle school state, nice. you know, or junior high state, I guess. You yeah, know, yeah, back yeah. then. Started figuring it out. Yeah, you know, and it was just, I was putting the work in, yeah, putting yeah. the time in, and, you know, everybody was kind of taking notice, you know, around the state. It's like, damn, what's this kid? He's freaking just, you know. Came out of the woodwork. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, he's getting good really fast. I just saw him riding a bike. The other day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, I got to high school, you know, to where I was going to go to, um, you know, I lived in Maryville neighborhood, so I was, I was going to go to Maryville, you know, or that's where I was supposed to go. All right. My dad's like, dude, you're not going to Maryville. You know, he's like, you're not going to Maryville. Yeah, good um, choice. <laughs> and, you know, he's just looking at the wrestling program. And, and we, we did a lot of that, too. We went to, you know, we went to duels. We went to mm -hmm. matches. You know, we scouted all these schools around. You know, my dad's wow. like, you're, you're, not, you're not going. Because at one time, your dad was going to send us to uh, um, Westview because Richard was there, remember? Yeah. And then, then it turned into... Us going to Marco Zaniza. Yeah, so there was a couple different schools like he had on his radar, wow. you know, back then. And then, um, yeah, before you know, he's like, "All right, hey, we're going to Marcos." Mm. Well, I don't even know. Well, my dad held me back in eighth grade. Really? Okay. You know, because I was I was young. You know, I would have graduated at seventeen. You know, when uh, if I would just you know kept stayed on the path. So right. Like, you're, you're staying back in eighth grade, and that's why you know I went to Desert Sands. They wouldn't let me go back to Desert Sands. Mm. So I had to go to Borman. Oh, that's what you said. Earlier. You know, okay. so he's just like, uh, you know, they're like, you can't come back here. You're, you're, you finished school here. And I was um, an honor roll student. Right, you know? right. So, so you technically passed. You graduated. You're, yeah. yeah like, you're, you're ready for the next step. Yeah. They're like, you ain't, you're not coming back. You yeah. Re yeah. Repeated. You already graduated. Yeah. yeah my yeah. dad's like, no, he's staying back. So he's just going to go to Borman, you know, wow. instead. Oh. So I end up going to Borman. Now a lot of kids are doing that, you know, yeah. staying back eighth Getting grade. Getting that extra year in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like a red shirt. Before there was a red shirt. Yeah, <laughs> did that red shirt year, you know. And, um, 
you ended up doing that. And then, um, you know, freshman year, my dad's like, you're going to go to Marcos Teniza, you know, in Tempe. Yeah. And I did. Like, as you said, I worked out Sunkiss Kids, like Joe Romero. Yeah. Yeah. You guys heard of him. He's an All-American, uh, Arizona State. Yeah, he know. taught at uh, Westview, like the yeah. like kids when they were little, they wrestled, and it was like a, I don't know, kid wrestling thing. Yeah, yeah, I wrestled, yeah, I wrestled yeah. with all those boys. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I was over there, too, at Westview, and, you know, we did, what, Tuesday, Thursday. Mm, yeah, like yeah. That over there. I'm like, man, I want to follow, you know, I want to follow this guy. Right. Right? So Richard Fimbris, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about earlier, and, and uh, he went to Marco Sinisa. Mm-hmm. He went his junior and senior year. So when I was a freshman, he was a senior, and so I just ended up carpooling. Oh, uh, okay, you okay. Know, with him Tell him about there. the car they got us. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we ended up going out there and, you know, and, oh man, you know, my dad's just a wheeler and dealer, right? right. You know, so he's just like kind of one of those dudes. And my, my, uh, my great uncle had, uh, you know, he passed away and he had this 81 spirit. AMC, yeah. 1981 AMC. Spirit AMC. And, you know, that was just a car. I was like, oh, we're going to drive this to high school. Like, we ain't like, I'd rather no, keep carpooling. I'd rather keep carpooling. Yeah, I was like, oh, I don't need a car. <laughs> so we drove it, right? And then none of us wanted to hold the keys. Richard didn't. I didn't. Uh, Frankie, another guy, Ronnie Stafford, another kid from the West Side that went out there. One time I parked in the teacher's parking lot, dude, because we didn't, you know, we want the ladies to see us in something cool, you know what I mean? And that was not cool, but that thing ran like a champ. Anyway, on the intercom is like third hour. They're being somebody needs to move their uh, car from the teacher's uh, parking lot, dude. It was hilarious. I didn't have the keys on me, you know, because we were like throwing them around. I think Ronnie ended up uh, moving the car, but it was the spirit. You know, huh? we're, we're, we're you know we're kids from the west side. We're in a different you know neighborhood, and you know, but you're in a spirit, man. We're <laughs> That, that, anyway, so you had to throw that Get to high there. school, wrestling. Yeah, I get to high school, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, gee, we had a good team. You know, like, I, I went over there, and, you know, I don't know if you guys know, Nori Yamamoto, you know, he's a three-time state champ. You know, anyways, our team was our team was stacked. So we ended up taking second at state this year, at second that at year? state that, that year. year. What, what year? Well, yeah, what year are we talking? Uh, 95, 96. Okay, oh, okay. okay. You know, and. Um, and what you know, weight class are you? I was 119 as a okay. freshman. Okay, okay. And, you know, I came out the gate and nobody knew who I was. Right. right? They're like, oh, so who's this West Side kid? Yeah. And they, who's, who's, who's driving the spirit? Is this guy driving yeah, the spirit? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These are the kids I saw. Yeah, is this the guy spirit. parking? Teacher's parking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I started the season and, man, I, I, was, I was on fire. Mm. You know, I ended up being like 18 and 0. Wow. You know, starting the season. Nice. You wow. know, I just didn't lose. And, um, you know, ended up wrestling the returning state champ uh, from Corona del Sol. You know, lost to him. You know, it was a close match, four to six. And then ended up wrestling on the next week, another close match, five to six. You Ooh, know. You're closing the gap. Yeah, I'm closing the gap a little bit. And then uh, by the time regionals comes, I beat him. Well, no, there you go. You know, as a freshman. And, nice. Uh, oh, wow. Know, he's a you know, returning state champ. Senior. Right, right. And, um, you know, we go to state, and I'm like, dude, I'm going to win state. As a freshman. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm all pumped, and this is 5A. This is a big division. Right. You know, yeah. Right. Yeah. The big stuff. boys, yeah. yeah. At that time, too, the, but there really wasn't. There was like 4A, 5A. Now they got a lot, because I think there's even now, like Phoenix. 5A1, 5A2. Yeah, it has their own like, divisions, and now, but. Yeah, there's a lot of divisions, you know. Yeah. Uh, but back then, I think it was 5A, 4A, 3A, 3A. and then 2A, 1A were combined. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're and, right. Uh, so what happened when you got to stay with. Man, I uh, I blew it. You know, I got to the, I got to the quarterfinals, uh, lost. Lost to a kid that I beat earlier in the year. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I was in a stacked weight class. Like, right. this kid was a returning uh, runner-up, right. you know, from the year before. 
And then um, I got beat by him, you know, ended up going back, coming back third and fourth. I actually had to beat a kid from Carl Hayden, um, you know, to go for, for third or fourth or fifth or sixth. Who was it? Joe? Frias? No, he was a little bit older than me. Joe Vega. Joe Vega, yeah, I remember Joe, Joe Vega. Vega. And, um, you know, ended up going for third and fourth, taking fourth, you know, as a mm. freshman. But uh, that damn good. Uh, you know, yeah, I mean, it, uh, you know, I was I was I was pretty sad because I thought I was going to yeah. be a state champ. You know, you got all these, <laughs> you know, expectations. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Go over there, take fourth, you know, and then um, shoot the guy that I beat the week before ended up winning state again. Wow. wow. <laughs> See, wow. funny how it happens, man. Funny Freshman how it happens. Year, yeah. You know, but yeah, he's like, dude, he's like, you motivated me. He's like, you pushed me. He's like, dude, you beat me. And I was like, dude, it's on. Hey, that's probably one of the best comments you can get. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Hindsight, I mean, you know he was I mean? cheering me on, you know, at the tournament. Yeah. He's like, let's go. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm wrestling and he's in the finals or whatever. Yeah, he's yeah. cheering me on like, you know. That's money. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that absolutely. is cool. Yeah, it is. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So then you go into your sophomore year. Yeah, my sophomore year, you know, same. I come out on fire. Right. And, um. You know, I'm, I'm working. Like, mm. my dad is not, you know, we're not, we're not, you know, we're not letting off the gas. Yeah, like, right, we're, right. We're wrestling all summer long. You know, he, I'm traveling. You know, I'm a kid from Maryville. And, you know, we're going to uh, Chicago. We're wow. going to North wow. Dakota. We're going to Nebraska. Like, we're going everywhere. Man, you, yeah, you're traveling. You know, just to try to get the competition. Right, you know? right, right, right. My dad was more like, he wanted, to, he wanted me to see, like, what was out there. Right, yeah. right. You know, see the level. Like, where could you be? Like, right. this is where oh, you, wow. you know, we're, yeah. we're not, we're not trying to be state good. We're trying to be, you know, yeah. on a national his, level. His dad, his dad thought big, you know, like, yeah, well, shit, you know, that's the way you think, right? Forget being, uh, like a conference champion, right, forget right. being a state champion, forget being a regional champion. He wanted national champions, you know, and that's yeah. the way his, his dad thought, you know, that was, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. That's good. Great, yeah. great vision. That's a great sure. vision. Yeah. You know, so we ended up going through all that, you know, I ended up taking, taking second in state as a sophomore. Okay. You know, I lost to the same guy two times. I don't know. His name's Eric Larkin. He ended up being <laughs> Yeah, a, I've heard that last name, the Larkins. They had brothers, right? Yeah. Yeah. He ended up being a four-time All-American at Arizona State and a national champion. Wow. Uh, yeah. Know. Wow. <laughs> so, All right. Well, you lost to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> in freestyle, I was in Frankie's weight class and Eric's weight class. I didn't have a chance in that weight class. <laughs> <laughs> and we used to train together. Yeah, you, you, because you didn't run up the mountain. You were supposed to. Yeah. yeah, that was South. Well, shoot, Sunday every Sunday. You know, I knew, I remember this. This is like a high school memory. But every Sunday we'd run up South Mountain, five oh. and a half miles up South Mountain. Oh, you know, like yeah. religious. Like that was our church. Wow. wow. You know, we went to South Mountain on Sunday. Saint Mountain. Nice. Wow. So, so we're we're, we're finishing up your sophomore year, right? Yeah, second year, second state. Jeffrey didn't have a chance at freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. He didn't. But tell you what. <laughs> What we're going to do is we're going to kind of slow it down a little bit, take a little bit of break, keep that thought. We'll come right back to it, okay? Keep this thing going, right? Sounds good to me. Because we're, uh, we're going to save the best for last. Because you're going to wear the gold, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're back from break. Picking it up on, we left off on sophomore year, bringing up to junior year, right? Second place, sophomore year. Back third, now you're junior. What happened? Walk uh, us through. Now I'm a junior. Um, shoot, and, and, and just keep in mind, like, I'm commuting every day from 59th and Camelback, you know. To, and the spirit's still going? No, I didn't drive. I didn't drive you know, the spirit <laughs> was on. like, a, the spirit made me two trips. <laughs> <laughs> the spirit, we weren't having that spirit. You know, my dad ended up selling it. I don't even know what he did with it, but we're, we're not driving this. Okay. <laughs> Understood. But, um, 
you know, I end up, uh, you know, shoot, now I'm driving, you know, sophomore going into my junior year, um, and, uh, just commuting every day and, you know, like going to my junior year, you know, so now it's like expectations are high, mm-hmm. right? You know, I'm coming for, you know, coming off a runner up, you know, so now I'm like, dude, it's my time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and, and the other dudes have moved on, graduated. Whatnot. Um, no, no I around. mean, uh, yeah. Eric Larkin was a senior that okay, year. Okay. Okay. You know, I was your work junior, cut out. but, but he, he went up a weight class. Okay. So, okay. You know, but, uh, but yeah, we had a lot of tough guys, you know, so, that so, weight class was real yeah, tough. So, dude. 119 pounds freshman. Mm-hmm. And then sophomore, I'm assuming 126. Yeah, 125. 125. So now you're. I'm at 130. 130. Now. Okay. Okay. You know, 130. Um, our foot. I played football too, all four years. Okay. And uh, our football team was pretty good. We made it to the quarterfinals. Okay. You know, at yeah, state. Yeah. So, you know, we got into the wrestling a little bit late. You know, because football just kind of ran mm-hmm. into that wrestling yeah. season. Um, I ended up having 28 matches that year. Um, I was undefeated. Wow. You know, uh, twenty-eight and zero, and you know, one state, pretty, pretty. There you go. Pretty handily. Nice, nice, nice. But, That's a lot uh, of matches, not to lose a match. Twenty-eight matches. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, you know, it was, and then we started wrestling. Like, you know, we wrestled, we probably practiced for a week after rest, after football, and, really? and then we wrestled our first tournament. Dude, then you got to wow. cut the football weight. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, I think I cut oh, the yeah. football weight. I wrestled. Yep. I think I wrestled up for a couple. Of, a couple matches i imagine so you know and then um and two my my cousin was the same year as me you know we grew up wrestling together my cousin was ended up being you know uh timer yeah three-time state champ wow um two-time all-american in college wow 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 so we were the same age so that was my wrestling partner right on you know, um, a good wrestling partner. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, and, and you know, we were I, nothing. Back I was there. a wingman for Frankie after all this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go park the spirit. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we had, you know, I ended up winning the state my junior year. Um, come back my senior year, uh, ended up winning the state again. You know, so I back uh, to back. Yeah, I finished my junior and senior year um, undefeated. Nice, you know. Nice, and then uh, that's got to be a good feeling. You're my boy, Blue. Yeah, (laughs) you know know, it was good, but you know my dad had it in my head like this wasn't it. Like you know we're looking for national championship. Yeah, you know being all American, you know that kind of stuff. So you know we competed all summer long, you know every year. You know I would I would go to these different regional tournaments. Like I said, I travel I traveled everywhere. Fresno, um, you know we went up to Washington. I went to Florida. Wow. You know, we were going all over all over the place, you know, just to travel, try to get that competition. Right, right. And uh, we were probably getting more matches in the off season than we were during the season. Um, yeah, we're traveling like that. Yeah, you know, just, just seeing the competition, trying to get to another level. And, um, you know, at that point, it was my senior year. Um, you know, I won state. And, you know, all I was in my head was just wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. You know, like I was From a like, kid who didn't like it? Yeah, so you know, <laughs> so you, know out of your head. you know what makes you like it is winning. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. You it's fun being winning. on top. Yeah, you start winning, you're like, okay, I think I like this a little bit. <laughs> you know, getting your ass kicked isn't fun. <laughs> yeah, when <laughs> yeah, she's on your foot, it's fun. You know, so yeah, you know, and, and you know, just like anybody, man, you just go through adversity, mm-hmm. right? My, um, you know, it was my senior year. You know, I just won state, uh, and my sister passes away. Mm-hmm. You know, my sister's uh, 15. Uh, you know, at this time, you know, and, um, you know, and obviously, you know, rocked our world, rocked our family, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and uh, to the point where I'm like, man, dude, like I, I just invested so much in wrestling. Right. Like right. I, 
I felt like I didn't, you know, I wasn't like a family, you know, I yeah. didn't pay attention to my sisters, right? You get mm. caught up in high school where you're just like, I'm doing my thing. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get a scholarship. I'm trying to go here. I'm trying to get out of state. I'm trying to do these things. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it just, my perspective changed at that point, you know, where I'm sure. like, man, you know, family. Right. Yeah. Right. right. And, um, let's stick with the mud. Yeah. You know, and, um, I remember that because I, I you know, I, I, I won state, you know, it was like, probably like a couple weeks later, you know, my sister passes away. And then, um, my whole thing was like high school nationals. Mm-hmm. Like I want, I wanted to, you know, high school nationals kind of where you show like, these are the best wrestlers in the country. You know, you have mm-hmm. to qualify being a state champ or runner up. Like that's the only way you can qualify, you know, very selective. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was, it was kind of at that time where I was training for that tournament. And, um, you know, I, I've, I didn't want to go. Right. You know, and it was like everything to me at that point. You know, I'm like, I, I, I just don't want to go. Heart wasn't in it. Yeah. yeah. You, know, Who blamed I, you? you know, I wasn't practicing. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of quit everything at that point. You know, wasn't practicing. And finally, like, my family talked me into going. You know, they're like, you know, hey, let's just go. You know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Get your go mind off. Get yeah, just go, off. go do it. You know, see what happens. And um, I'm like, ah. Reluctantly, like, I went. You know, it was in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And we went out there, and it was, uh, I mean, it was, it was what I thought it was going to be. You know, the toughest guys, toughest guys in the country. You know, we go out there, and, um, you know. And you got that up, adversity. They probably don't. Yeah, you know, and I just, I wasn't, I wasn't clear. I remember mm-hmm. my first match at that tournament, you know, looking up and quitting for the first time. Mm. You know, because I just, I, I just wasn't into it. Like, right. I wasn't feeling it. You know, I got beat by a guy I shouldn't have got beat by. Mm-hmm. And, um you know, I'm like, man, I don't, I don't, what am I doing here? Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. next day comes around, you know, I lost the first day, second day comes around, you know, there's probably like 60 guys in my weight class, you know, all, all tough. Right. Tough right. Wrestlers. Right. The best of the best. best, you know, of the best. And, uh, I ended up going on a terror like the next day nice. going undefeated. Like nobody could beat me, wow. you know, Saturday and, uh, end up winning, um, to a point where, you know, I was an all American. Wow. You know, wow. so ended up winning, I don't know, maybe like five, six matches in a nice. row. You know, end up being like an All-American. Very nice. And, uh, you know, the next day, you know, I'm, I don't know what happened. I think, I think I, I don't know, it was weird, but I thought my sister was with me on that one day. I'm sure she, she was. She probably yeah. was. You know, yes. yeah. and I just, I was just killing it. Like, nobody could beat me that day. You know, next day comes around, I lose. You know, mm-hmm. I end up taking eighth. You know, but. Uh, Out of 60? <laughs> yeah, but, you know, high school All-American. Right. You know, that's just. Excellent. You know, and I remember the phone call to my parents, like I was crying. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that was back, no cell phones. You know, I'm calling on a pay phone, collect. 1 800 collect. Yeah, and then nobody answered the phone. You know, I'm like, ah, shit, they home? Yeah, <laughs> what are they doing right now? You know, and I'm crying on the phone, and I'm just like, hey, you know, I'm an All American. You know, it was yeah. kind of like an achievement for Absolutely. me, my dad, my mom, you know, and uh, shoot, I'm even getting emotional just talking about it right now. Don't blame you. But, um, but yeah, end up, you know, end up placing there and, um, you know, I was committed to University of Oklahoma and at that point I was like, I, d- I didn't want to go anywhere. Right. You know, yeah. I, d- I wanted to be home. Sure. You know, so I ended up going, you know, I ended up coming, getting a, you know, getting a scholarship to Arizona State, nice. you know, uh, you know, wrestling at Arizona State for a couple of years, um, you know, but still I just... After my sister, I just wasn't in, you know, yeah. I, I, wrestling just wasn't in. Right. I wasn't into it. 
you know, I don't know, I don't know why. I just it just wasn't as important to me. Like at, at you know, at a certain time, it was number one. It was on top. Right. You know, I was like everything was pushing towards getting getting that scholarship, being an All American, being a, you know, being a national champion. Mm-hmm. You know, and then after after that, it was just, everything just kind of took a back seat. Well, it's like you say, it changed your perspective. Yeah, you know, and I just, uh, you know, uh, you know, and I end up, you know, that summer I end up placing a couple times. I end up being like freestyle. We talked about freestyle yeah. a little bit. End up being all American in freestyle and Greco Roman that summer, and then, um, <clears throat> you know, went into my college. You know, my freshman year, mm-hmm. wrestled at Arizona State. Ended up uh, redshirting my freshman year. Um, you know, sophomore comes around. Sophomore year comes around, and you know, I'm just a dipshit. <laughs> you know, like you know, I'm going to school. I'm just I'm fun. Just, fun starts happening. Yeah, I just start uh, outside too, of wrestling. Yeah, I just start having too much fun. You know, yeah. like my priorities. Yeah, just, yeah we were. Yeah, you know, yeah, Jeff was right along with me. You know, and uh, you know, end up going to transferring out okay. of there. I'm like, ah, you know, I can't. I, you know, I'm right. not gonna change the scenery. Gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna wrestle. I got to get out of here. Yeah, you know, end up going to Northern Colorado, wrestling out there for a couple years, and then um, I just that, never. That's achieved. where Ronnie went, right? Yeah. So, so I, go ahead. Oh, I I went out there with my cousin Ronnie. My my cousin Ronnie was an All American out there. Okay. You know, it was a Division two school. You know, he I went to Arizona State. He went to Northern Colorado, but um, you know, we grew up. We're the same year. He's a right. three time state champ. I was a two time state champ, and uh, I'm like, man, Fra- let me go out here with him. Frankie had a harder weight class though. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I'm not talking shit because Ronnie's bad, dude. But that 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 weight class was fucking tough, dude. Yeah, I mean, that. Anyway, carry on. So, you know, we go out there and, uh, you know, I just, I don't, I don't do it. I'm, I'm wrestling 149, which is way out of my way. Class. Yeah, yeah. You know, I go out there. I, I don't have the success I want. Mm. Right. So I end up, you know, end up finishing up out there, coming home and shoot, start working, start working, start coaching. Right. You know, on that level. And, um, you know, it's probably about, I started coaching about 2003. Where, where do you start coaching? I coach at Maryville. Okay, okay, so you, you know, jumped right into high school coaching. Yeah, I just I'm like, man, I need, I need, I want to start coaching. Right, you know, right. That's just what I know. That's what I love. Mm-hmm. You know that. And uh, my dad was coaching. You know, so just a little backstory of my dad. Yeah. My dad was uh, started a wrestling club at Maryville. Okay. And um, you know, Angel Cejudo, Henry Cejudo, like all these guys wrestled for my dad. Come, John you know, Yeah, in case anybody don't know, Henry Cejudo is Olympic gold medalist. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, John Moraga, um, you know, the Cortezes, you know, Tracy Cortez, Tracy Cortez. In the UFC now. Um, but my dad ended up coaching these guys. Wow. And, wow. You know, you know, had a bunch of national champ, you know, national champions, all Americans. Wow. You know, out of out of the West Side. World champion, Pan Am champions. Yeah. Does your dad still coach right now? No. Not so much? No. Nah. Yeah. You know, he's just you know, that's what I'm trying to talk him into getting back into coaching, right. you know, because I'm like, dude, you were a good coach. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, it sounds like he was. You know, yeah. and then now it's just, you know, just focus on work. Right. You know, right. just you, doing that stuff. Check this out. I, I played Pop Warner football for, for Frank, uh, Frankie's dad. Uh-huh. Played a little bit of baseball with um, with them. Played, uh, I wrestled. No matter what sport he touches, he brings the best out of out of people. Good coach. He, really, dude. He he brings the best out of people. And then now as an adult, like if I'm around the family or whatever, and like say, you know, there's a basketball hoop or something, like just his presence, it makes you want to like uh shine and perform right. better, dude. Like whether you know whatever it is you're doing. Right, you know right. I mean? yeah. 
his, dad that, his, his dad has that effect Elevate on people. Game. It's, a, it's a gift. Well, not only that, you know, it's admirable that your dad, a lot of times, you know, people, it takes time Absolutely. out of your own personal life to go Absolutely. do that. And then like say, and, working and in the sun all day. If yeah. you want to have a successful program, it takes all your time. And yeah. that's what Frankie's dad did. He, uh, he uh, dedicated That's all a lot time, to be dude. said, man, because there aren't too many people that do that. And I'm sure you're, you know, like me coming up in, in uh, a certain sport, there was guys that really just were volunteers. They were coaches, and it went a long way. And then at some point, the game changed where now there's, like, coaches that were getting paid a stipend, et cetera, like that. But I always give it back to the guys that were, like, truly just volunteered their time and gave it to the sport. Yeah, because it's a different breed, man. I mean, you got you to gotta love it. You know what I mean? You got to commit yourself to it. You can't, you can't half-step. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, I remember when my kids were little, I would see coaches. And they're, they're there because they didn't have no other coach. And, you know, they just had to do it. Yeah. But, uh, and not only that, but what often gets looked over to, and I'm sure it happened with you, like, you got to be there when the kids get picked up. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to give kids a ride. Mm-hmm. You got to help all of that happen. You know? Yeah, you got some parents who don't give a shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah and that's, that's the word. That's sad. You know what I mean? It's, it's you know, for the kids. But okay, And so, uh, so Frankie ends up pretty much like taking over the program. His dad starts like kind of winding down. And Go ahead. Yeah, you know, and, and, and like you guys were, you know, touching on is, is it was just a big commitment, mm-hmm. you know, for my dad. And my dad was always like, dude, there's talent in Maryville, you know, and he would tell everybody that and they would right. laugh at him, oh, you yeah. know, like these other coaches. Because I went to Marcos Ediza, so right. like, and my dad, my dad, my dad ended up starting to coach Maryville when I was still going to Marcos Ediza. Oh, wow. You know, so he's like, hey, I'm going to coach here so you have an extra room to practice in. After practice, <laughs> no joke, dude. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know? Hey, yeah. Your dad had a vision. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, all right, you know, and and then he ends up just just growing, grooming, you know, to where, you know, he had the best wrestling club in the state, like wow. you know, and and he was getting nationally known. Now people are coming from all over the state to come to uh, Frank's club, that program, to that program. What, what was the name of the club? Um, it was Maryville Wrestling Club, but it was kind of a it was a little branch off Sunkiss back then. Okay. Sunkids, okay. yep. You know, off Joe Romero. Yeah. Okay. You know, off that a little bit, but it was my dad ran the ran the club. Nice. You wow. know, ran all the practices, and you know everybody would start coming down. Like even coaches from, um, you know, Air Force, like different universities. Like these wow. guys are like start to hear. Dude, like, it was it was badass, dude. Because they started hearing it, these it, these kids winning. You know, like man. It, what year is this? This is shoot, probably 90, what 2000. Two, no. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know when okay. it started getting getting kind of big, like 2000. I want to say it was Angels freshman year, 2001, and then they, then they started winning like national titles. Wow. And, and where and where are you at in this process? Um, like I'm wrestling in college. You okay, know, you're so college, yeah. so I'm you know I'm wrestling at ASU and and I loved it right. Mm-hmm. Like I was a part of the club too. So right. everything I would learn at ASU. You know, I would come back and show all these guys. Wow. You know, I'm like, dude, hey, check this out, man. Look, look at this high level technique. You know, my coach was Leroy Smith, like John John Smith's brother. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and he's a world champ. Mm-hmm. You know, too. And I, I would just come back with all this information, right? And be wow. like, hey, man, check this move out. Hey, you know, and I would show like the high level kids, like at that time in the room. You know, just different things right. that I was learning. Right, right. You right. know, and it, it just elevated everybody. Wow. Right. And Amazing. um. You know, and then they just started getting, you know, they started getting some steam and, and started winning national titles. I think my dad's last year of coaching, he had four state champs. Wow. Four state champs in one year uh, wow. at Maryville. You know, and he's, you know, and that was kind of his last year. And then that's when I came in. 
Okay. It was almost like a rebuilding. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do it my way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, he's just like, I'm done coaching. You know, it was just, it was just taking a lot of time. Like yeah. you're saying, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's a, a commitment, time, man. You know, picking kids up, dropping them off. Parents don't give a shit. Yeah. You yeah. know, just a, you know, just straight neighborhood. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. Money out of your own pocket. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, and, yep. you know, and it kind of becomes a strain on him and my mom, right? Like, why are you just spending so much time at the wrestling room? You know, yeah, like, right, yeah, right. Yeah. You know that kind of stuff. Um, you know, so that's that. That all added to the equation of him just giving it up, right? Right. You know. Yep. And then uh, I came back and just started rebuilding the program a little bit. Not rebuilding, but you know, just you know, everybody Taking was gone. Over. Right. Yeah, Taking everybody over. was gone. So now I'm like, all right, now I got to step in, and you know pick up where he left put off. your mark on it how many yeah. years did you coach at Maryville? i coached five years nice okay you know i coached five years there i had um let me see uh, two three, four five six seven eight eight state champions wow right very, on. Nice. You know, very nice very nice all local years. boys from Maryville. yep yep yep, yep. nice nice you know um one of them's in bellator right now uh the other one's wrestling or he's about to fight in contender series for ufc you know, wow. so, you know, these guys are all, they all fighters. Yeah, now. yeah. So on that theme, you've had to fight some UFC fights. Mm -hmm. tell, tell us about that. I mean, what, what goes on behind the scenes? What, you know, how, how does that? How does well, that hold on. I think I want to find out. So okay, you, you go from coaching and then when, when do you make the decision? Like, you know what? I'm going to get back into this and I want to go profession. Man, like I, I, uh, I was coaching, right? Like, and, um, you know, it was like, it was about 2008. And Henry Cejudo just wins the Olympics, right? Mm -hmm. And um, we're at the trials. Yeah. That, that's when I think you started messing with the idea when Henry won trials yeah. in Vegas. You know, and, and you know when a kid does it from your neighborhood, you know when you know somebody personally, right. you're like, you know, it kind of makes it more real. You know, mm -hmm. you're yeah. like, man, you know, I don't, I don't want to wrestle anymore, but I want to compete. Like mm -hmm. I, that's when I knew I was like, I still wanted to compete. You know, I was 28 at that time. You know, mm -hmm. I'm like, man, I, you know, I think I can, I think I can compete. Yeah, right, right. You know, um, and I was helping different friends and stuff, like, you know, because they knew I had a wrestling background. They're like, hey, man, I'm fighting now. Can you come help me with my wrestling? Oh, okay. You know, and I started going, helping them out, you know, like, hey, you know, showing them different techniques, wrestling stuff. And then, um, you know, I had a coach back then. It was like, hey, I'm going to get you a fight, you know, and that. I was kind of, I was kind of scared, honestly. I like, blame I, you. Yeah. I didn't want to, you know, and I, a part of it was like a pride thing. Like, I don't want to tell everybody I'm going to fight because what if I, you know, what if I suck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what if I get my ass kicked? Yeah. You know, that <laughs> kind of thing. Let me piggyback on that real quick. So, um, I take off, um, I'm a year older than Frankie. And so I take off to, uh, on vacation. Um, I'm about to turn 30. And so I, I, I'm at in the, in the Dominican Republic. For 10 days, I'm with Henry Cejudo. We're, you know, partying it up and stuff. And I'm having a, um, and then so when I, when I come back, I planned a party for my 30th birthday. At my 30th birthday, um, Frankie wasn't drinking, you know, and mm. I'm like, what's up, man? You know, get you a drink. <laughs> and then that's when Frankie told me, like, nah, dude, I, I, I quit drinking because I'm training now. I'm going to start fighting. And then I was like, oh, hell yeah, dude. Because I know fucking Frankie could do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm all for it. I'm not like, ah, come on, have a beer. What you did know? you do with your drink? Yeah. I drank his drink for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> come anyway, on, man. <laughs> carry on. Yeah, man. so that shows. So at that point, the mindset is, I got to. He was focused, bro. I got to get, fo I got to diet. Mm -hmm. I got to train. 
Yeah. And, and that's it, next level shit. I was probably 185 pounds. Wow. And dedicate point. myself to this, right? Wow. Yeah. Wow. You know, and I'm just like, man, all right. You know, and I don't think if that coach ever said, hey, I'm going to find you a fight, I don't know if I ever would have fought. You know, I don't know if I ever had the ball. So he just kind of mentioned it and. Yeah, he's like, dude, I see you're talented, man. Right. Like, and, you know, and I was just helping other guys. And wow. to add to that, being 28 years old, 29 years old, that's late in the fight game, dude. That's yeah, late. Yeah. Frankie got in late. You so, know what I mean? So then you got to, do you have to start practicing the other discipline? Yeah. Yeah. Or since sure. dip- yeah. uh, disciplines. Yeah. So like, you know, once I go with these guys, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm more, I'm more wrestling with them. Yeah, and right. then I start doing like submission grappling, you know, uh, more grappling type stuff. And then before you know it, I'm like, man, I kind of, you know, I'm going to get some gloves. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want some you little know? shin guard. Yeah. Things. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then you start getting the shit, you know, you're like, oh, all right, let me get, let me, all right. Yeah. Let me get some shin guards. And then, you know, <laughs> just starts making more, more real. Right. 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 Oh, all right. And I'm Mouthpiece. Sparring. Yeah, I'm sparring with everybody. <laughs> yeah, you know, wow. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. You know, <laughs> you know, kind of getting my ass kicked at that point. But um, like when you were a kid. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and just yeah, just putting my body through the fire. Yeah. And um, you know, I just end up you know taking that fight. I think my first fight was at 155. Okay. You know, and um, end up beating the guy. You know, amateur fight. You know, end up taking another fight. End up winning that fight. You nice. know, so I had three amateur fights. Nice. Um, Let me rewind real quick. So when Frankie was <laughs> when Frankie was um, get, going to these fights, right? He needed to learn some, some striking. So to get some extra practice for striking, you know, uh, I took what I learned from like Theo Jack and everybody else, and mm-hmm. you know the little boxing that I did. And uh, we'd go into my house. We'd move all the furniture out of the way. And we, I'd hold mitts for Frankie in the in the living room or wherever we can, yeah, the Maryville yeah, yeah. wrestling room, or sometimes even in the uh, the driveway or the front yard. You know, I don't know if we did that, but I know I did that with Hannah. But like, <laughs> but um, like we would just find places, yeah, to uh, get a little workout and get, get a little get workout hand. and to you know keep Frankie's hand get the hand jive going. Anyway, I remember like I started like doing practice with with my guys like at Maryville. Yeah, you know, I started like all right, you know what, I'm gonna jump in these practices. You know, uh-huh. I'm gonna start doing the warm ups with them. Right. You know, and I start doing things like that. And then um I didn't tell anybody though. Right, right. You know, I was yeah. like I still I was still like on discreet, you know, freaking uh, nobody was gonna know <laughs> I was gonna take a fight. Right. right. And I'm still coaching at Maryville. <laughs> yeah. And um, you know, I'm I'm having Jeff like, Hey, come meet me after practice, dude. Let's hit some mitts, you know, or hey, you know, I'd meet over with another wrestler, hey, come meet me after practice. Right. And then we'll do another workout, you know, or something like that. And uh, you know, before you know it, I'm like, you know, I end up having three amateur fights, you know, three amateur fights. And, you know, at this point, I'm old, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm, that's I'm what 29. I was gonna say. Yeah, 29, you're 29? Yeah, 29. I'm probably 30 at this okay, point. Okay, okay. You know, 30. I'm like, man, I got to I gotta turn pro. Yeah, time to go. You know, it's like, if I'm going to do it, I got to do it. And, so what's uh, that process? Yeah, how, how do you turn pro? How do you turn pro? It's kind of, you know, it's, it's more on like the boxing commission's discretion. You know, uh, I mean, most physical, guys probably, yeah, they're like, oh, is this dude capable of turning pro? Right. You know, because right. some guys need more fights. Right. right? Like, right. and I had, I had three, you okay. know, and I'm like, man, I, I want to turn pro. And they're like, they, you know, the commission has to approve you. So is this in Arizona or Vegas or where? Arizona. Arizona. Okay. Yeah. You, you know. got to get your, your license. Right. It's kind of like the local get... scene. Like if you guys, so, you know, in local MMA. Right. Mm-hmm. So guys that want to make it to the next level, mm-hmm. it's pretty much local for everybody. Amateur, right. amateur fight. You're fighting all local. 
it's rare that you go anywhere out of state because they don't pay you as an amateur sure you know to go anywhere so you know uh everything you do is is pretty much local right you know, amateur level and then once you get to that pro level most of it's local too because guys aren't going to go pay pay for your flight pay mm-hmm. for your travel pay for your hotel you know to go out there and fight when you have one fight right no right fights. right right you know so i fought a lot of local you know i went to tucson and fought you know mm-hmm. and, and pretty much before i got in the ufc I fought all local fights. Oh, okay. okay. And how many fights is this? Um, More or less. I think I ended up, uh, I wanted to say I was seven and two. Okay. Before I got. Nine fights. Yeah. Okay. Before I got in the UFC. All right. You all know. Right. Um, what does that process look like? So, oh, I'm sorry. Um, you know what? Like like Dana I, White call you? I mean, how does that work? Oh, you know what? Like I just, uh, you know, I, you got to put some wins together. Sure. You know, so you, you got to get on the radar. Right. You know, so I'm like, yeah, three wins together, four wins. You got to have about, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten fights. Is this part of an organization? No. You know, like Nothing. just. Just get on the radar. Yeah, just get on the okay. radar. You and, know, and that's still how they do it right now. And so um, Frankie, trying to get on the radar at one time, he uh, goes to try out in, um, was it Newark, New Jersey? Yeah, tried out a couple of times. For tried the out for the fighter. Ultimate Fighter, oh, okay. for the okay. UFC Ultimate Fighter show. And um, um, the guy who was supposed to go with Frankie from the gym to hold mitts for him out there uh, backed out the last minute. So Frankie calls me, and he's like, hey, do you want to go to New Jersey and hold mitts for me for, uh, for the trials? Mm-hmm. So I'm fucking all right. There you I go. Know. So then um, I pack my bags, and they give me a, 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 what is it, one of those buddy passes, you know, and I, next thing you know, I'm on a flight, you know, going to uh, New Jersey to hold, hold mitts for Frankie. Cool. And um, we didn't know what to expect. You know, I didn't, I, all I had was just hand mitts, you know, for boxing. I didn't have any of, like, the, uh, the shin guards or the other, uh, the other guards <laughs> that, you know, for pads. kicks and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, oh, the, the kick pads and stuff like that. And uh, anyway... Kind of, what Frank, kind of Frankie what kind went of second? Are you? Yeah, he's just taking no. him to the kata, man. He just let him kick me in the face. Kick me in the face. <laughs> no, and, and Dana, Dana White, dude, Frankie was waxing all these dudes over there, nice. like grappling, wrestling, all that. And then when it came to striking, Dana White, you know, he comes up and he's watching, you know, Frankie hit mitts, and then you know what I mean. So it's yeah. a whole like it's a whole it's a pretty neat process. But Frankie should have been selected because, but I don't know. How politics of it all. Politics of yeah. it all, whatever. Anyway, and then, so Frankie tried uh, a couple times to to do um, uh, Ultimate Fighter to get um, noticed or to get you know, on the radar. Get on the radar, exactly. So you, you finally got on the radar, got the UFC fight. Yeah. So I get, I get. You know, I'm seven and two. I'm king of the cage champ. You know, I kind of won. You know, I won the I won shoot, coalition of combat. I think it was an organization back then. WFF champ. You know, you start getting on the radar, you know, and then, and then you, um, you know, before you know it, you get the call, you know, yeah. 10, you know, 10 fights. Well, I got, I got a call, you know, well, this guy, he wanted to manage me. Right, like, right. Boy, can you get me in the UFC? You know, you can manage me, you get me in. <laughs> you know, right? Right, yeah. And uh, he calls me up. He's like, hey, man, you want to fight in 10 days? You know, he's like, and that's typically how most guys get in. Right. You know, they're short notice. Somebody falls out. He's, yeah. Somebody you know, they're setting in. you up to get your ass kicked, really. You know? And he's, and this is for the UFC. Yeah. Oh, wow. You know, so, hey, you want to fight in, in Bangor, Maine in 10 days? I'm like, shit, yeah, dude, let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> you know, and I sign my contract. Boom. I lose like 25 pounds in 10 days. Ooh, damn. You know, get out there and, 
you know, end up, that's how, that's how I got my shot in the UFC. Excellent. Excellent. Hey, Frankie, it's been an absolute pleasure listening to your story, man. Absolute pleasure. Uh, you know, because we were always thinking about the same thing. How's this, how's this shit work out? Wait right? a minute. Go ahead. Slow, to, slow your roll. <laughs> Go ahead. No, no. He's got a lot more to talk about. I know about. he does. Yeah. Go ahead. Keep moving. No, are we going to do a break? Or yeah, yeah, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, sorry. Keep that thought. Sorry, man. I, I, he was giving sorry, Frankie. He's trying yeah. to keep yeah. you out of yeah. it. For, for a break. Yeah. <laughs> you said bang a gong? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, I didn't know. All right. We're going to take a little bit of, we're going to uh, keep your thought, right? Your first UFC fight coming up in Bangladesh or Bang of Kong. <laughs> uh, we hear all about it because I, I have a question about corners, how you pick your corner men, honestly. So we'll be right back. If you're cool with us coming to back. Yeah, we're cool with right, us cool. back. Got a little bit of time for us. We'll let you choke Michael out too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Hey, we're back. Frankie, we're talking about your first UFC fight, right? Got the big, got the call to the big show. <laughs> got the call to the big show. Um, you know, that's just a special moment for me. You Absolutely. know, like getting that call, like, you know, that's why you do it. You want, you want to get that call to the UFC. You know, and it's kind of cool, like, um, you know, I do a little commentary and, like, hearing these young guys. You know, they're like, dude, I, I you know, what is it like? You know, uh, they start asking me those questions. Like, shit, I want I'm curious, too. <laughs> you know, what is it like to get that call? You know, yeah, you, yeah. you finally made it, you know, like UFC. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm talking to these guys. Oh, hang on. Something happened. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. I'm talking to these guys last night, you know, just about it. I'm like, man, you know, it kind of makes you think back. You know, I'm like, oh, man, like, it was everything to me. I remember just, it was, a, you know, one of the one of the happiest moments of my life, like just to get to that, you know, I'm, you know, you think of all, you know, everything. The sacrifice when you're a little boy, like say getting yeah, pinned you know, or whatever. You know, and, um, you know, we were talking earlier just about being like cornermen, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, and my dad's always in my corner. Right. You know, that's just a guy that like, you know, he, he came up with me, you know, he, you know, he put in all the hours with me, like we sacrificed together. Right. You know, that kind of stuff. And it's kind of cool. Like, you know, I got to that fight. You know, my first fight in Bangor, like, uh, 10 days. Damn. You know. And you, had 20, drop, you had dropped how many pounds? I was 25 pounds over. Wow. You know? uh, and, what, and, and what weight were you fighting at? 135. And that your first one was 155, right? Well, yeah, when I was an amateur, when amateur. I was 55. But when I knew I started, like, taking it serious, I'm like, dude, I got to cut to 35. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, it's just one of those things where I'm like, dude, this is. That's this my fighting weight. Yeah, this is where I got to be. And what's the, what's the name of that weight class in the UFC? Phantom weight. Phantom weight. weight. And, and, and 135. And then real quick, what, what, what UFC number is you know, that 135? You know, UFC's got the, the, the card, right? Yeah, they got, they, you know, they got so many now. Okay, okay, okay. ESPN Plus, Fight Night. Right, 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 right. UFC 290, I yeah. think they're on right now. Uh-huh. Um, so I fought like a hundred <laughs> shows ago, you know, like I think I was on UFC 189. Wow. All right. You all right. Know? Cool. cool. Like, UFC 187, fool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was like, hey, was it 187? <laughs> uh, um, but I'm in Bangor, man. You know, get that call. You know, I'm like, you know, and you'd be trained, you know, you're trained with coaches that you've been training with for years. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's not like you making it. Like, we all made it. Right. right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. It's like, dude, Team effort. Yeah. It's like, dude, you know, my striking coach, my wrestling coach, my boxing coach, you know, like just I mean, a strength and conditioning coach. Mm -hmm. It's like, man, hey, you know, we did it. We right. Right. Call. Not, o not only for the coaching staff, but for us. Oh, you yeah. Know, like, for like, sure. For the neighborhood, for like. People on the west side, you know, whatever, friends and family of Frankie, we all felt like 
we made yeah, it. You know I, what I mean? I, or, or, I, you know what I mean? I would, so, I would agree with that. Absolutely. You know, so I get down there and, you know, like, I'm, I'm, you know, and it's surreal for me, right? I get to the flight, you know, and I'm going through my first UFC experience. And just kind of running you through that, it's like, you know, when you have a fight on Saturday, you fly in on Tuesday, you know, wherever mm-hmm. you are, you know, whatever coaches you're going with, like you're going with your team, you know, out to these UFC fights. So, you know, I'm, I'm on a flight with uh, Gray Maynard, uh, Ryan Bader, wow. you know, Seth Pazinski back then, Polish Pistola. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a good dude, name. Dude, he's the man. Yeah, Apache Junction kid. Man. <laughs> wow. And, uh, you know, and he mentored me. You know, right. like I went down there and he was just, you know, we shared a coach. Uh-huh, you uh-huh. Know, I had uh, Tom Ortiz. He's, um, he used to be an ASU wrestling coach, All-American at Arizona State. You know, he was like my wrestling coach. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, flew out there with him. Uh, Roland Sillerop, my striking coach, my total MMA, like, you know, uh-huh. anything I did. Right, age, right. You know, he put the game plan together 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 and then uh my dad you know <laughs> you gotta, <laughs> have got, gotta have pops you know so that was my that was my corner in my first ufc fight wow and uh you know we get out there and it's like you you live the experience right you're like what is it like dude what is it like you know so you get down there you fly in you know they got somebody picking you up at the airport you know take a shuttle to wherever you're going and usually it's it's a check-in you know, so when you get to the UFC, you get to the fight, it's like a check-in. So everybody goes in, like all four of us from the fight card, you know, so we're all checking in. What so, do you mean by checking in? Like, So you get to the UFC, like wherever they're, wherever they're, they set yeah, up shop. At, okay. You know, so they do this every Usually day. the ballroom at, at a hotel. Yeah, like okay, they okay. just have desks set up, like they just have a whole thing, right? You're like, okay. dude, this is like the professional, like this is the big league. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like it's just set up, you know, and so you get there and you're like going through, you know, and first thing you do is like, you check your weight. You know, you come in, you start signing in, and like, hey, they want to see how much you're gonna, how much you weigh, just, just in case, you know. You're not gonna make it. Yeah, you know, and that's kind of how they keep tabs. And, and they the do it that Tuesday. Tuesday. And the fight Saturday. It's still, okay. it's still like that. Okay. Oh, really? Know? Yeah. So you fly on a Tuesday. You're there till Sunday. Okay. So, uh, question: Is there a rule like you can only gain so much weight if you make weight Tuesday, for example? Yeah. Can you be, let's say weight's 130 pounds, can you be 10 pounds over it? Does it matter? Once you make weight, you make weight? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Once really? you make weight, like, you can get as heavy as you want. Okay, okay, You know, okay. that's why guys cut so much weight. Ah, okay. You know, so they get down to weight, uh, but, you know, the UFC doesn't, doesn't allow IVs anymore. Okay. So, <clears throat> you know, that's a big, that's a big yeah, advantage. You yeah, know, puppy full uh, of fluid. Yeah, you know, and you just... You got to recover. You got to think like I'm coming down from 55. I'm cutting down to 35. Yeah. You know, and then I got to fight the next day. Mm. Wow. You know? So it's like recovering, right? You're right, in your right. Sauna, you're, you know, you're running. You're doing whatever you need to do to cut weight, but you know, you're getting down to weight. And I remember this was my first time, like, and it's like water loading. You know, you're drinking gallons of water. You know, right? It's like, hey man, I got to lose all this weight in 10 days. Um, what do I do? You know, so I hit up my buddy. He's like my a nutritionist. And he's like, dude, you got to drink two gallons of water, you know, fight week. It's called water loading. And that helps you cut weight? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Flush yeah. everything out again? Yeah. So you drink all this water, you know, you've been training and stuff. You've right. been dieting and everything. And it's just a, it's a, it's a weight cut, you hmm. know, but a water load weight cut. Completely what Regimen. Yeah. yeah. I, would, I would think the opposite. But yeah, exactly. Right. I grew up wrestling. You know, you cut weight. Like, it's, you've seen your boys cut yeah. weight. You don't, yeah. You don't eat, you don't, yeah, you don't do yeah. nothing. Yeah. yeah. Got like, a garbage bag on you? Yeah. <laughs> spitting all day. Yeah. 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 Chewing yeah. gum and spitting. Yeah. You guys know, right? Like, exactly. And that's how I used to do it. Right. You know, and I used to suffer. 
Right. You know, getting down to 35 was just the worst thing, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, you're telling me I can drink all this water and then I'm going to lose the weight? You know, and I'm like, wow. man, I'm taking this big risk because I'm like, I'm 10 days, dude. I got I to gotta make weight, you wow. know? And so I'm drinking all this water and my dad's looking at me like I'm crazy. You know, like fight week. He's right. got the old school stuff. Yeah, he's, yeah. Like, he's like, just put this gum in your mouth. Yeah, he, yeah. He's like, you really think that's you know? And he he don't want to say it because right. he's like, he's there for me. Right, right. right. He's just like, oh, I don't know. He's trying not to yeah. be negative. Right, right. But you know, we're scared, both of us, because it's fight week and I'm drinking two gallons of water. Damn. Yeah. You know? That's a lot of water. That's a lot of water. So I get down there and I step on the scale and I'm like, 20, 23 pounds overweight on wow. Tuesday. Yeah. And I'm like. You know, like, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what? You know, it's just staying on me. Right. Yeah. Right. And so I get up there and, you know, or no, I'm 18 pounds. I'm sorry, 23, 18 pounds over, you know, and I got two gallons of water in me. Right. Like, just I'm full. I, I get bet. on the scale. You know, they tell me to get on the scale. Like everybody gets on the scale. They just, they're checking you. And uh, he's like, uh, I get off. And he goes, I don't like that. He's like, get, he's like, get back on there. You know, and I get back on. Yeah. He's like, you know, just shakes his head like, oh, you got a lot of weight to lose. <laughs> you got to play like an Ethiopian yeah. and shit. Yeah. Um, so anyways, you just, you know, I end up cutting the weight, you know, getting it off by, you know, fight time. You know, you weigh in. Back then they had ceremonial weigh-ins. You know, so you weigh in at like 4 o'clock. The night before. 3 o'clock. Yeah, the night before the fight. You know, so you make weight, you know, and... It then was, you're free to go. Yeah, you're free to go. And you can gain as much weight as you want after that. Damn. So that, so you lost 18 pounds in three days? It was just water. It's all water weight. Puro agua. Well, I know, but damn, that's a... Dude, I, I would think the opposite. Yeah, I know. Me too. And it was easy. You gain it right back. You know. I understand that, but dude, I mean, I, it's better than suffering, I suppose, right? Yeah. Wearing well, a garbage bag and spitting and shit. Better. You know, it's like, all right. Like, you know you have it to lose. You know, so I'm like, dude, I got two gallons in me from last night, you know, and then by by Thursday is when you do your big cut. Uh-huh. You're probably like, because you just cut it off 24 hours before. No more water. No more water. Okay. But you're just, you know, you're pissing like a racehorse. I bet. You know, you're just like, dude, I'm peeing all <laughs> a day. A Russian racehorse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you get out, you just, you know, you're like, all right, I'm like 10 over, 8 over, you know. Oh, you see it coming before, down, huh? The night before you want to start cutting. And you're like, oh, dude, I'm just peeing all this stuff. It's just shit. It's yeah. So yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 I bet. You know, and then, you know, obviously, then that's when the work starts. Mm-hmm. You know, you go, you're sitting in the sauna. You know, a lot of people do baths now, you know, to get down to weight. You know, you take yeah. an Epsom salt bath. Yeah. Hot bath. Just lay in there. Yeah. It's lay in there. You can come in here. You yeah, come in the room. Yeah. Hey, um, <laughs> so, Frankie, kind of going back to the uh, when you arrive, you know, Tuesday, you check in, you, you, you take weight. Frankie also has to do um, like sign autographs for like uh, posters for the for the uh, promo poster for the oh, fight. Yeah, promote the you fight. Know, promote the fight. Oh, so yeah. he sits down. He uh, tell him. Oh, that's that's what's cool about it, right? You yeah. get there, you're like, oh, dude, I'm just I'm just happy to be here, honestly. Right, right, you know? right, right. Like I just don't want to fuck up, you know. <laughs> right. sorry, sorry. But yeah, it's just like all right. You can say that word. <laughs> He ain't but, gonna um, whip your ass, I'll tell you that. <laughs> you can't choke me. <laughs> but again, you sit around there, and then, you know, whoever you show up with, which, you know, I showed up with Bader, you know, Bader, uh, God, what's his name? Uh, Gray Maynard, you know, at the yeah. time. Yeah, I heard that name, Gray Maynard. Yeah, yeah. Fra- Frankie Edgar, and a couple Frankie of Edgar. Frankie Edgar's are great. Fights, you know, and uh, Seth. 
and I'm with these guys, and so you get all these posters. You know, they it's got, like an assembly line. They got like yeah. 50 posters like this, you know, poster size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're all just sitting across from each other signing it, and somebody just pulling it, signing it, pulling it. Wow. Signing, you know, signing all these what posters. That's next level shit. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Cool, that's cool shit. You know, and you're like, oh, that's fucking badass. Yeah. You know, I'm like, yeah. Shh, you know your signature and stuff. You're like, dude, I'm the, you know, I don't know where these are going. But, yeah, <laughs> hey, did cool. you change your signature to make it go fancier? <laughs> yeah, just a little faster. Let me ask you this: from your first autograph that you signed, has that autograph changed to now when people ask you for your oh, autograph? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. That's, <laughs> yeah, you can't keep it the same. Yeah, hell no, man. Like, I gotta put star on it and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take it. <That's> <laughs> um, so every every poster, like after the fight, they give you a signed one with everybody oh, on oh, the that's, card. Oh, that's tight. You know, so everybody on the card signs that poster. Uh, you know, and they give you a few. Like everybody gets, you know, everybody at least gets one. Right, right, right. right? And a souvenir. Shoot. Yeah. Right. And now I have like every poster I fought in. Oh, that's tight, yeah. dude. That's tight. I fought like ten fights in the UFC. I think I got like eight. Wow. Eight maybe posters of just different cards that nice. I was on. Right. With everybody's signature on it. That's tight. You know? That's tight. So that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. I bet, I bet, yeah. I bet. So, so then you fight. Yeah, you come to first fight. fight. What was well, the result? Well, I wanna I wanna ask so oh, it's sorry. fight night. You're in the you're in the room warming up and stuff. Do you do you get nervous? Is there nerves? Are you getting are you getting pumped? Are you like getting into like kill mode? Like what what goes through your head as a as a fighter? Man, it's, uh, you know, and I know all you guys have been in fights. Just looking yeah. at you guys. You should see the guy's knuckles to beat you up. You think but, this face is bad, you should see his knuckles. But, <laughs> no, it's, I tell guys, it's the same feeling. You, get, you know, it's like, you, you know, when you're like, oh, shit, shit's about to go down. Yeah, right yeah, now. And you yeah. like get those butterflies. butterflies. You're kind of, you're excited, but you're kind of scared yeah, at the yeah. same time. Hope this fucker don't hit me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you're like, it's going down, right? And it's, it's that same feeling, but it's more like a controlled feeling. Yeah, do, yeah. do you get that? You got to control the chaos. Do you yeah. get control that in, your in, the, in warm up or do you get it as you're walking or do you get it like now I'm in the ring and I'm looking across the ring? I think it, at all stages, man. Nah, it's I would like, so. you know, you get there, you know, fight week, you, you feel like there's still a little time, you know, right, right. Yeah. you just got to focus on, you know, every night you train, you know, so for, so every night you're there, they have a, a room set up for each corner mm. and um, you go in there and you train and you train, mm -hmm. you know, so everybody does, uh, uh, you know, cause you're there from Tuesday to fight night. Right. So everybody does a workout, you know, every, they're still working out. Right, night, right, right. So they have something set up for you. You know, so you get a chance to like, you know, shake it out. You right, know, right. Burn you know. it off. Yeah. You know, you're drinking water every day, but you're freaking, you know, you're yeah. working it short because right. you want to be recovered for the fight. So you're not, you know, you're not sparring. You don't need the fight in the gym. Yeah. 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 You know, you're just getting a good workout. Your pad holder's there. Your wrestling coach is there. Your jujitsu coach may be there. Your dad's there. Yeah. My dad's there. Yeah. You know? And you're just in your camps, you know, and you, and that's what's cool too is like you go in these camps and you see everybody's camps, mm. you know, so... I've seen like Jackson Wink in the corner, mm. like how they warm those guys up. Right, you know? right, right. Alpha male, like how are those guys doing it? You know, yeah, you see yeah, all these yeah. high level coaches and you're like, damn, dude, like fight week. This is pretty cool. Yeah, like, fuck yeah. I just seen this guy on TV. You're a fan. You're a yeah, fan. Too. Yeah, 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 yeah. You become a fan. You know, I became a fan like Forrest Griffin, like those yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Like those guys. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, this is pretty cool. Yeah, you know? yeah, right. And see all these corners, and you're like, dude, are we doing it right? Like, are we doing fight week right? Mm. You know, and, you know, we had our little routine. You know, you go six rounds, just like pads, a little wrestling, you know, and you just get a hard sweat going. You right, know, right. It's fight week. Like, right, right. feel good. Yeah. 
Um, you so want to peak. Yeah. You know, and that's pretty much what it is. You want to peak. You want to peak at the right wanna, time. But you want to cut weight. You yeah. know, you want to peak, you want to cut weight. And that's when you taper down. Like, the hard work's done. You know, eight-week eight camp, six-week right. camp is ideal. But, you know, sometimes it's shorter. So, so yeah, what, 10 days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. So what's the feeling like? So you go from wrestling in high school, gymnasium-level crowd, to now you go to UFC, and there's thousands of people. Like, uh-huh. is that a different experience and feeling? Like, you, oh, you yeah. step out to walk out to that ring, and it's like deaf, sound-deafening crowd. It's cool, man. Like, ah. you go, and you walk out in a ring, and you're like... I remember my first walkout, you know, and, you know, we're warming up in the back. So all the guys in the back, they have a workout room before they come out of that curtain. Yeah. And you see them fight night. Like those guys are back there on mats training. They're sweating. They're grappling a little bit. Like they're simulating that fight. Like they're getting, they're fucking dogs back. Right. Getting ready for that fight. They're like, dude, I'm going to fuck somebody up tonight. Yeah. I'm going to peak. I'm going to peak. You know, so you, you got all these workout rooms and shit in the back. And, um, you know, and then those guys come out. They're like, all right, time to dress up. Let's go. You know, and then uh, the TV crew's out. You know, they're hitting oh. you up. Hey, three minutes, three minutes. You know, and you're just like, boom, back there warming up. You know, you're like, fuck yeah, let's go. It's go time. Dude, yeah. yeah, it's fight time, baby. <laughs> let's fucking go. You know, your coaches are trying to yeah, pump yeah. you up. You Damn, know, fool, like, you're fucking hyping me up right <laughs> yeah, now. Let's yeah, yeah. <laughs> this table over. Put me in, coach. I mean, that's how it is, though. You know, yeah. you're, you're like, dude, all right, hard work's done. Let's fucking get to work. Nah, yeah, know? this is what and we came for. Yeah, I mean, yeah that's, we came, that's why we're here. Hey, like, I ain't gonna lie. That shit's fucking hype. Uh, dude, I'm, I'm, dude, my heart's pumping hard right now. <laughs> Could carry on, Frankie. Uh, so, Frankie, at what point do you get to choose your uh, your walk up to the ring music? <laughs> you choose that before. They're like, you know, and that's something, right? Like, everybody has their, their song. I'm sure all you guys are like, dude, if I was fucking fighting, I'd have this song. Judas yeah, Priest dude. got an earthy coming. Yeah, you know what I mean? Everybody's about that shit. You know, and same here. It's like, oh, shit, my song's playing. Yeah. Know? And I'm a Rage Against the Machine guy. Hell oh, yeah. Nice, nice. nice. Good call. You know, and I'm yeah. like, calm like a bomb. Oh. I'm just chill. You know, and I'm, I, I just love, you know, and yeah. running and training and shit. Yeah. That is like, pumps me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. And you start hearing that shit playing, you're behind this curtain. You know, yeah. you come out, your team's behind you and shit. They got cameras in front of you. You're just like, holy shit, Here we dude. go. I'm here. Yeah, I'm here we to go. walk out of this shit. Damn. You know, and you walk out, cur- curtain's open, and you're walking out, and then you fucking you start, the seeing, the, yeah, you start seeing the crowd and shit, like, looking down Flashes. the lights on you. Yeah. And you're like, camera's on you. This dude's walking backwards in front of you, like, just pointing the camera at you. Yeah. And you're just like. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> That's fucking <laughs> you know, awesome. Like, I made it. Like, what the fuck? Like, you know, and then. Don't trip. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Don't twist an ankle. Yeah. <laughs> you're just pumped, you know, walking to the cage. And, um, you know, you get up there and you're like, you know, you shake your coach's hand. You're like, fuck yeah. You know, everybody, you know, your yeah, dad, yeah, my yeah, dad, yeah. you know, like, hey. Uh-huh. You know, Here we are. Yeah, we're sending you to battle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. You yes, know, yeah, that's, that's kind of what it is, you L- know. Let me ask you this. Out of all you... Out of all your UFC fights, which was the biggest stage? And let me guess here. What I'm thinking is it was when you fought um, Uriah Faber and the, the headliner was um, Conor McGregor against Jose Aldo. Was that like the biggest like UFC stage you're on or, or which one was it? That's, that's my guess. I mean, yeah, dude. Like, honestly, like, you know, like you get that curtain, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like. You know, you're you're just behind it. You know, like all that hard work. You know, just going into the cage. It probably doesn't matter who you're fighting at that point. Once that curtain draws, man, it's just game. Yeah, you know, and and no, I'm, like I'm saying, saying like like um, 
Yeah, it's like a big biggest, name. Card. Yeah. biggest card. Biggest card. It's biggest. It's a big name. You know what I mean? And I'm like, this is this is uh, you know, at this point, right? When I fight Uriah, I'm three and zero in the UFC, right? right. I freaking uh, my first fight I won Bangor. Second fight I beat a number eight ranked guy in Brazil. You know, wow. uh, third fight I think I fought in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So I'm like experiencing all this cool shit. I'm like, dude, I'm going to places I never thought. You right know? on. And then I'm fighting Uriah Faber at the MGM. Uh, you know, California, California kid. kid, yeah. Yeah, you know, and I, and I walk out, and I, I, you know, I'm just, I can't believe it, right? And I'm just like, I got these butterflies in the back. And I remember, like, just screaming, like, ah! You know, nah, back there, nah. because I just, it was, it was real. Yeah. Came out. Got yeah, at out. that yeah. point, I'm like, it's here. Like, holy shit, it's here. You know, yeah. and, and, you know, like I said, the corner's behind yeah, you. Yeah. You know, curtains open, and you're fucking walking out. You're like, oh, shit, I'm about to go fight this I'm dude. I'm going to fuck you right and up. And so when they say, let's go, <laughs> you lose those butterflies, you're, ba- you're right there. Now we're... Autopilot yeah. comes in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. look, and then, like, both you, and then, you know, I'm in the cage, you know, speaking of the Uriah fight, and I'm like, oh, shit, and I'm in the cage first, right? Yeah. And then you see the guy circling the cage and shit, and you're like, yeah, you know, getting ready, you're yeah. like, it's fight time, you know, it's happening. Yeah. And then you start hearing California love, come on. Yeah. You know, you're like, ooh, <laughs> there, dude. I hope I hope it's a big earthquake. Yeah, you know, but I'm, I'm, I'm just a fan. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and I'm fighting the dude. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and I'm just like, dude, I I, I love watching. He's him a fight. cool dude too, man. Yeah, he's cool as Your shit. Eyes for, you know, yeah. and uh, I'm like, dude, I'm fighting this dude right now. Now I want to know, like, so the experience. So you're in the ring. Do you do you hear the do you hear the crowd? Or oh you, yeah. Do you just hear your cornermen, the people around the ring? Yeah, I mean, you hear the crowd. You, oh, do you feed crowd. off the crowd sometimes. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, dude, hell yeah. Dude. And can you hear your corner man through the crowd? Can um, you hear your yeah, instructions? Sometimes. Yeah. You what know? about the commentators? You can't hear those guys. No? No. No, no, no? not until after the fight. Now, what about so, sitting in that corner when you come back to the, you know, during... In between rounds? In between rounds. Um, you know, it's just about like, uh, you know, after whatever round it is, right after that first round... Or after that second round, like, that's the time, like, you know, those guys come in with the, you know, with the stool. And, you know, if you're cut or whatever, right, right. the cut man comes in and uh, you just recover. Like, hey, if you're doing good in that round, if you're doing bad in that round, you know. Watch this, watch that. Yeah, hey, quit doing this. Hey, right. start doing this. Hey, you need to get, you know, because you have a game plan going in. Right. So, you know? so how, how do you choose? We talked about this a little bit on break. You got, you can only get so many people in your corner, correct? Yeah. And so how do you choose? Because you walk out with all your coaches, right? right? So how do you choose the the, the three or the cut man doesn't count, apparently. Yeah. So how do you choose your your, your, your main three? Try so your main coach and then. Yeah. You know, you have a head coach typically, you know, and he all goes out with everybody. And then, um, you know, after that, it's, uh, you know, whoever, whoever you've been working with. really. OK, OK. And some of it depends on the opponent. Like, hey, if you're going to fight a high level wrestler. You know, you want a wrestler in your corner. Right, right, right. You know? right. Or, Sense. hey, you're going to, you know, you got this kickboxer in there. Hey, man, you've been a big part of his camp, like, defending this dude's kickboxing or whatever, his right. kicks. Like, hey, you're going to be in my corner. You know, and then right. you, the guy. Somebody you know, knows the tendencies of a kickboxer yeah. or a wrestler or whatever. Yeah. So everybody typically has their guys. Right, right. You know, and they, t- you know, they'll bring, like, a training partner in. You gear it towards your opponent. opponent. Kind of. To your opponent. Yeah. Okay. To your opponent. That's kind of how you pick. I mean, I have had different guys every time. Yeah, it was interesting, like say on break when you were talking about that the I thought the corner man counted as a is a is, is one, but apparently it doesn't. He doesn't. Oh no. They have their own. The UFC supplies these guys. Oh, uh, that's why you see that dude <laughs> stitch all the time. Yeah, like he's one of the old guys. Uh Rob Monroe is one guy I like. Um he's been uh he's a cut man and these guys wrap your hands and shit. Like before the fight. Yeah. 
these guys wrap it up. So you know? when you're sitting there in the uh, between rounds, you're sitting there. Ring girl comes in. Do you ever notice her? No. <laughs> you don't ever notice a lovely Leilani? <laughs> you don't yeah, see him yeah, before the fights. You're like, oh. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Um, I got an autograph poster. <laughs> <laughs> they don't give, they're, they're treated way better than you are. Wow. Uh, <laughs> right on. Right on. Hey, well, real quick. Uh, we're kind of running a little bit out of time, but we got some time. You were talking earlier about the contract, right? Your, 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 what you're going to get paid and then you got to pay for your own, you only get one, they, you only pay for one, one of your trainers to go, and then you got to pay for your own physicals, they take that out of your, your purse. Yeah, like, you know, we, we talked about, like, I'm an independent contractor. Right, yeah. You know, so, you know, I pay for my medicals. You know, hey, this is what you need to fight. Like, hey, if you're fighting, let's say, in Arizona, um, you have to come down here. Arizona requires, like, a ophthalmologist exam, a physical exam, a HIV test, a hep B, hep C. You know, and then depending on your age, like a brain scan. Oh. And then, like I said, they make you sign your contract. Well, your paycheck, basically, after, right after the fight with all your deductions. <laughs> yeah, like, well, if you, usually I just handle that on my own. Okay. For the most part. And then, uh, but yeah, like, you know, like they'll pay for one hotel room, uh, one cornerman, you know, and the rest of it's pretty much on the fighters. Wow. On the fighters tab. Wow. wow. You guys got any questions? No, I was just curious about yeah, what, dude, that what was, that experience was awesome. Was like, it was awesome. But we got UFC trivia for you. <laughs> All right? So here it goes. What was the, what was the very first uh, women's UFC fight in history? What? Who was, what was the very first women's UFC fight in history? Man, I'm trying to think back. I mean, there's been girls been fighting for a while. Ronda hmm. Rousey defeated Liz... Uh, Carmouche. Yeah. All right, here's another one. That That's the first one? That was the first women's UFC fight in the Oh, UFC. UFC. Okay. So, I don't know if I who was the first fighter what? to hold the UFC title in multiple divisions? Got off fucking Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to call wrong on that first, que- first answer. No, w- w- women's f- fight in history that took place in UFC won. Not uh, Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey defeated Liz Carmouche. No way. Women's Bantamweight Championship. I'm going to tell you the, right now. <laughs> okay, I got a question too. Carry on. Who, who was the first fighter to hold the UFC titles in multiple divisions at the same time? Was it Connor? Connor. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, away. Give, give us a. I'm paying intern. Give us a. You know why I'm cheating? Because I, I fought on that card. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. see. All right, all right. <laughs> who did, uh, who did uh, Junior Dos Santos beat in 2011 to win the heavyweight championship? Kane. No? Yeah, he beat Kane Velasquez. Knocked him out. Ding, ding, ding. Give me, give me back. <laughs> All right. Okay, here's a softball. What wrestler attended Marcus Diza High School where he was undefeated state champ in 98, 99, 103 pounds, receiving All-American honors his senior year? 103 pounds? 133 pounds. 133 pounds. 100, that, that's not a uh, weight class in uh, high school. According to uh, Wikipedia. Uh, what wrestler, see, I told you what wrestler attended Marcus Diza yeah. High School where he yeah. was undefeated yeah. state champion in 98, 99 at 133 pounds? Uh, division receiving All American honors in his senior year. Oh yeah, <laughs> who was it? Who was it? It's Frankie Signs. Frankie Signs. Hey, good time. Uh, but we got a little bit of a cliffhanger this episode, right? <laughs> it's our understanding. Total break. You got one more fight and uh, contract left in the UFC. 
Yeah, you know, so. Where we at? I don't know. We'll see. Well, here, I got a punching bag for you. <laughs> <laughs> He's already got his trunks on. He's got, yeah. <laughs> he wears baggy trunks. Hey. <laughs> but honestly, man, thank you very much. It was our honor to talk to you, man. Appreciate you spending your, your time with us and telling us your stories. It was an absolutely wonderful interview, man. Thank yeah, you thank very, you, very man. much. Thank you very much. Very thanks much. Oh, yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Right on. Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks, uh, thanks, Timmy, Michael, Jeffrey. Thanks, man. Bringing in Frankie here. Yep, absolutely. Frankie Science, thank you, man. Thank you for coming through. Thank you for putting up with what we had to today. Um, <laughs> feels like a wrestling room in this mug. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, thanks, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music. Thank you for uh, hitting subscribe, like, and, uh, and you know what? If you have any comments, anything we're saying wrong, anything you guys want to ask us, please put them in that YouTube. And uh, for next time, just come on back. Suniva Lifestyles Podcast. Wasapani. Let's go. Right on. <laughs> like Let's go eat now. I'm hungry. This is how we do it on the avenue.